are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. of the Kathy Hood Show. Are you ready to unleash your power? We're off and running for another power pack season of shows where we encourage, empower, and equip you to prosper. It's time to discover your God-given purpose and advance your life by unleashing the power from within to impact the world. Your gifts are not in front of you. They're trapped on the inside of you. But have no fear. I'm here to help you realize your true potential and set it free. Get ready for your dose of discovery, divine intervention, and impartation. Are you ready? Let's go. Today's episode is sponsored by Atlanta Life Media Agency, where connections are made. To learn more about them, please visit www.atlma.net. All right. Well, hello. And welcome, everyone, to season two of the Kathy Hood Show, where we come together every first and third Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to conversate on how to unleash your power to impact the world. I'm excited about season two because we will be focusing more on unleashing your power and how to get it done. So it's time, guys. It is time for everyone to move forward. I'm so serious. Tonight's guest. It's just going to be a fabulous conversation. She's beautiful. She's young. She's a powerhouse. She's smart. I could just go on and on, but you will hear from her shortly. Now, don't think we're not still going to be talking about your gifts because we are. Understanding them is the only way you can unleash your power and impact the world as God has intended you to do. My passion is even stronger now than ever before, because I'm all about, you know, teaching you and sharing with you um, just on how to get this thing done, how to unleash yourself into the world, operating in the gifts that God has created you to operate in. Make no mistake about it. The enemy doesn't want this to happen, but it is my assignment here on the earth. So I gotta do it. I just gotta do it, all right? So I am your gift coach. And employ you, employ you to discover your God-given gifts, which is how you will start the process of unleashing your power. So visit my website, kathyhoodempowers.com, schedule an appointment, and let's get to it. Guys, we don't talk the whole season about getting this done. So now it's this year is the year of execution, and that's what I've been saying. But right after that, pandemic hit, you know, so everybody was shut in. But that was the time for you to make a plan, to create a plan. And now it's just on the other side of this pandemic, we need to come out on top. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Kathy Hood Empowers. So guess what? I can't wait to hear from you, all right? So check me out. So discovery of gifts are not only to help you discover your true identity, but it will help you begin a new life of kingdom living, 
So come on, guys. So jump on board with me. Discover your gifts and become who God has created you to be. This episode is my season opener. Can you believe it? Already. I mean, I went through a full season and now they wanted me back, guys. That's exciting, right? That's so exciting. So I'm excited about season two. I am, you know, just thrilled about what we're going to be doing this season. I completed a full season of taping. And now just me planning out this next session, uh, a season rather, has been so much fun. So tonight's theme is unlock the door of your success. So the only thing when I was posting my, making my post, I was just saying, unlock the door, you know, just unlock the door. Guys, you need to just unlock the door, right? But anyway, but it's about unlocking the door of your success so you can get to it. I thought this was a great subject to start the season off with as, you know, after riding the waves, uh, this wave of this pandemic, now it's just time to get back to it. Unlock the doors and get to your success. You've had a lot of time to ponder on it, so let's go, all right? So guys, let's get the show on the road. Family and friends, please help me welcome to the show, Miss Jasmine Bowles. Hi, Jasmine. Hello, Kathy. How are you doing today? I am awesome, girl. I am super awesome now that, girl, that we were able to connect. <laughs> I know we we may see a post here and there. We may run across each other in Clayton County every now and again. There but just go. to have your undivided attention. I'm really <laughs> super excited about that. So welcome to the Kathy Hood Show. I am honored to be on the show today. And I just thank you for the invitation. I'm so excited to connect with you. You're right. It's in passing all the time. So anytime I get extra moments with you, it's going to be good. Yes, 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 yes. So do you agree that it's time to unlock the door for people to come on outside and, and get to it? I agree 100%. It's long past time. Um, but for anybody for whom it's taken a while, it's still okay for them to come out now. <laughs> right, right. So, and that's why you guys, we, we were just having a conversation beforehand and Jazz was just sharing some stuff, uh, things, uh, a, new, a new little hobby that she picked up. You know, so we'll talk about that in a minute during the pandemic. So it might, that might I add this new thing that you started. I love, love, I don't like that type of stuff. I like yeah. other people to do it and see other people doing it. But let's just start by you telling everyone just a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So, hey, everybody, I'm so glad to be here today. My name uh, is Jasmine Bowles. I am born and raised right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, my family is from, half of my family is from Memphis, other half of my family is from New Orleans, so I've got a lot of love for just all things Southern, all things civil rights. Um, those three cities mean a lot to me, so proud to be a resident here in Clayton County. I'm also a product of Clayton County Public Schools, so after graduating from Lovejoy High School um, a few years ago, I ended up going to Emory for undergrad where I went to college and then um, while I was there, studied abroad in South Africa and that changed my life. That was actually my first time ever teaching in the classroom was um, studying abroad. So I was going to law school after Emory. That was the initial plan. But when I got back from South Africa, I said, hey, um, I want to do this in my country. So I became a teacher and I moved to Miami. Um, Joined Teach for America, moved to Miami, taught fourth grade there in Little Haiti, got my master's in education at University of Miami, which was a great time, and then continued my education career in New Orleans. And wow. 
Yeah, ended up um, coaching and being a teacher, but actually that was my first time being on the school board was in New Orleans. I was on a community charter school board and it was just really cool to be a teacher during the day and a school board on the side, a school board member on the side and realizing, you know, that there are gaps uh, between what I experienced in the classroom as a teacher and the people who make those decisions. It was frustrating too, to be honest. So moved back to my hometown here in Clayton County and decided to run for office. So first ran in 2016, uh, ran for state house of representatives and um, learned a lot. And then two years later, ran for board. So really proud to currently represent district one on the Clayton County Public School Board and excited to share any and everything I know because um, right now I'm the youngest elected official in Clayton County, but I don't think it should stay that way. So it's really important that we share the message and lift as we climb. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, I, can, I, mean I, I have a daughter that, um, that you guys, well, she may be a little bit older than you, but I mean, I just love to see you young women just period, just, you know, doing it and, and making a difference. Um, but I know you get this a lot and I'm sorry to be doing the same thing, but you're so young. And, you know, I say, you're so young. I said, no, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it. I love seeing our young sisters doing their thing. And, and especially when it involves making a difference in the community. So what was your motivation to pursue politics at such a young age? Yeah, um, good question. I think it's some of what I call righteous anger. So I talked to you a little bit about that frustration I felt when I was a classroom teacher. But humbly speaking, I was a really good teacher. Um, and I say that humbly, but I know what it what is possible in a classroom of people who come with all these stereotypes um, about what they can or cannot achieve or can or cannot accomplish. And I've seen amazing things happen. And so when I started to notice that the world didn't know how amazing my kids were um, and that like, you know, there's a certain point at which black boys are cute. And then there's a certain point at which, you know, you got to clutch your purse if you're on the elevator with them. Like, what age is that? And I was teaching students who may have either been at that age, on the cusp of that age. And, and I was really frustrated with the lack of um, impact I was having on a policy level, despite me being the most proximate person to the problem. You know, we say those most proximate to the problem should be the solution. So mm -hmm. that was why I became motivated to run for office. It was frustrating that I didn't see myself in, and my, not myself, Jasmine, but myself, um, other teachers or educators on the school board. It was somebody's attorney or tax person or, you know, it's time to have teachers on the school board. Um, and so, and, and in state house too, or anything else that teachers set their mind to and young women in general. Wow. Yeah, that is just so amazing. So, you know, one of the things I talk about, well, my main um, subject and topic on this show, the theme of the show is about people unleashing their power. I mean, what and what you were doing there, I mean, is just stepping into the authority that, you know, that you already had uh, and that you already have. And uh, so now it just needs to be expressed, you know, by doing something other than just being a teacher by you serving on the, the board. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. And just, you know, doing politics, period. 
you know, just standing up for the people. And so when I talk about the gifts, and so that teacher is like one of the, the main things that just kind of keep resonating with me because what I teach on are the motiv- motivational gifts. And so there are seven. And so there's one that is slated that is uh, titled the teacher gift. Mm-hmm. All right. And so most people think that it's about teaching. Well, you may find yourself in that profession, you know, but a lot of people, um, uh, and they may not. So they may like to do uh, workshops or teach people that way, you know, in seminars and, um, you know, webinars and, and different things like that. But teaching, and you sound like you have a strong, strong, um, you know, desire and like to do this. And so that tells me about one of your gifts. And I'm pretty sure that's probably the very first one that 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 leads and guides you is that teaching gift. And um, I, I just really love it. And so, but I wanted to touch, tap into um, the, the politics behind it. The, well, not the politics, your motivation behind it. Yeah. You were saying that because, it, you know, you called it, what did you call it? Something anger. Righteous anger. And the righteous reason anger. you have to call anger righteous sometimes is because the world will try to tell you it's not okay to be angry. And the world will try to tell you that uh, you should control your feelings and not be upset. Not only as, um, you know, just a, a vibe. Nobody wants a mad person, but it's double if you're a woman and tripled if you're black. So there you are being the angry black woman. And so I lean into that. I'm not going to turn off my anger. There is some anger that is necessary um, to even bring awareness to an issue. So to be honest, I don't trust people who aren't a little pissed off about something. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. if you're all right with what you see going on, that actually is a problem. Um, So righteous anger in the classroom. But also, I come from an organizing background. So, you know, when you're a teacher, and this is not this is not something that's unique to me. I learned this, and um, my kids taught me more than I probably ever taught them. But there are teachers around the country and around the world going through this right now. You are given a set of souls to protect and enlighten, and you feel responsible for them. And so, if any one of them isn't right, it bothers you. And that could be one of them needing eyeglasses. It could be somebody being hungry. It could be a hole in a backpack. It could be lights off at home. It could be the dog died. But you care. And you these, these young people become your family. And so when that was going on in my world, um, when I was first teaching in Little Haiti, I would look to my community and I had people in my village who put together whatever was necessary for my students. Um, Sometimes it was, you know, the local NBA team, the Miami Heat adopted our school. And sometimes it was a local, you know, person I went to church with. And so this piece about letting the community into the school and knowing that all of our problems are solvable if we rely on each other is something that I wanted to translate from the classroom to your point about the teaching gift um, and bring it to the broader community. And so when I started organizing with my, with my community organization, Proof, it, it means that, right? It's an acronym for plans, resources, and opportunities for organized freedom. And the idea is that everything we need already exists, every plan, every resource, and every opportunity. If we can organize it for our collective freedom, um, what is impossible? Nothing's impossible. And we can show each other proof with every decision we make to support each other. Girl, oh my God. (laughs) 
So, you know, I, I heard, let me tell you what I heard. I mean, you know, when I say smart, you know, that's part of a teacher. I'm not saying that everybody, you know, there are a lot of smart people in the world, but I, I'm saying you're smart. And as a teacher gift, um, uh, you don't mind sharing that. You don't mind, you know, giving that. You don't mind expressing it. Um, and so, and I hear that in the things that you do as well. So, but along with that comes that compassion, you know, so that's another one that's in the top, your top three, I believe, um, of the seven, because that's what I help people to just, you know, to, to discover their top three. And that's what you normally operate in most of the time. So that compassion is when you see, you know, when you see somebody that uh, has an issue, you are, or that's hurting or uh, a cause that somebody needs some help. You're there, you're ready to do, you know, you can see it, you can feel it, you can sense it. It doesn't make you feel good and you want to make them feel better, but you also want to do something about it. You connecting with your students um, and just the community. I mean, girl, that just tells me those two I know definitely are in your top, but let me tell you what I think the third one is, but go ahead, go ahead. Well, you have me, you have me taking notes, first of all, because I appreciate being called out anytime. So I'm writing down my gifts. So thank you for naming. Um, because you're right. One of the things that I feel just a, a tug in my soul, and it is both a blessing and a curse, but empathy is something that I find um I'm honored to feel very empathetic and to be an empath and almost like a a conduit of a lot of um, energy and feelings. And I do want to bring up anybody who's not well and et cetera. And I do think that I lead that way and it, it impacts the way that I sit in my seat. And I think that that is a blessing. And I think that we can see the um, absence of empathy in leadership and see what's yeah. really, what what is at stake when you have someone who actually um, doesn't see themselves in anybody and it is, it is both a blessing and a curse to see a little bit of myself in everybody. But I think it's really cool. Like I see myself in the students because I was a student in Clayton County Public Schools all my life. And I see myself in the parents because I've loved classrooms of students and adopted kid after kid. Like people ask me if I have kids and I say, yes, 55,000. <laughs> and then, and I, I feel the teachers because I've been in their shoes and the administrators because I've been in there. So yeah, I, I, I think empathy is a blessing. And I attribute that to my time in South Africa, where I learned, you know, Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu's philosophy and Steve Biko's philosophies on Ubuntu, which means I am because you are. And, and that is, that is how I try to live. Wow. And, you know, that girl, I can't even begin to say enough about, you know, just you, you know, just being just your expression of what you, just everything you just said, you <laughs> know, and, and it's that you should be blessed. You know, you should feel like you're you should feel blessed. And just knowing that you are a blessing because, you know, you're they do need to see more people like you. You know, but the thing is, what I love is that, you know, you love people, you love making sure that these kids are good, um, but you're willing to you utilize um, education, you know, letting them know how important it is. But this is the point that I was really getting ready to make, you know, not even you going over to South Africa was just the way that God could help unleash that in you. It's always been there. 
you know, it, you know, God planted these things. You know, He planned our whole being before. You know, when you were conceiving your mother's womb, it okay. just took something or someone to ignite it. And, and I'm so glad that your gifts have been have been ignited, and that we have you right here in Clayton County. And I'm just, you know, I'm just like you shared it. Right. You know, Miami, little, little Haiti, <laughs> we're just glad that people haven't had a chance to experience Jasmine Balls. And so they're experiencing those characteristics of that teacher gift that you let them know how important it is to, to, to learn and, you know, to, in order for them to be able to move forward, to have a great life. But also you're willing to meet their needs, you know, when you see that there's one that needs to be met. And then thirdly, you're serving. You're a server, you know, and so you don't mind getting out there, you know, and sharing and doing and assisting and providing, setting up, breaking down, making sure that right. everything is running okay. I mean, that's a prime example with you guys creating proof, you that's know, right. and so, and then I'm going to tell you the other thing that let me know that you were a server is that little thing you told me you uh, started doing once you, uh, during the pandemic. And what was that? Oh, yeah, well, well. A few years ago, actually, so I, I actually okay. need to get back to it, but um, I felt like the only thing I could keep alive as a plant was bamboo because it just sits in water. I felt really <laughs> bad about that. I was like, you know what? We, I am better than this. Like, I can do this. And so I really got into gardening a few years ago. Um, and I believe just in general microcosms or macrocosms. So that means like big things are little things and little things are big things. So it kind of goes back to like that teacher example I gave you about how I feel like in a classroom, you need to pull together resources to serve and how I do that as a leader now. Mm -hmm. So same thing, you know, microcosms or macrocosms. I'm learning how to garden and I'm watching things bloom and I'm watching how um, all you have to do is water it and give it life. And I'm just learning about uh, growth and was able to grow jalapenos and sweet potatoes and all types of things. And when we were talking before, I was saying one thing gardening taught me was there's enough sunlight and enough water for more than one thing to grow at a time. And in fact, there's enough water and there's enough sunlight for everything to grow at the same time. And I noticed that it's not like God shines more light somewhere than another. Um, everybody gets the same amount of light. There is shade, there is rain, there is darkness and all of that. But I wish um, people looked at each other that way. Yeah. And, and especially women. So we when we were having this conversation, we were talking about, um, you mentioned, you know, competition and how and how women bring that up as a reason to or not to do something. But to that, I say like, God, waters more than one flower at a time. He shines light on more than one flower at a time. And there's plenty of light for all of us to get enough. Um, there is a state of abundance. We live in an abundant world. And if we just think about how, you know, given to you doesn't take away from me. Right. In fact, it probably, it probably opens up a, a pathway for more blessings with the more we give. So that Ubuntu mindset is, is um, really critical for people to know that like there's enough blessings for everybody to have plenty. The same yeah. is true of food. The same is true of water. The same is true of um, access to healthcare. The same is true of, of access to education, right? Like 
the same is true for any way that you need to grow. Um, right. And our systems should should behave more like a garden. There's enough for Ooh, all of us. I love it, girl. You 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 know, I do a play on words, and when things change <laughs> a certain way, you know, I'm like the garden. Yes, yeah. you know, everybody's growing. Everybody, you know, and the thing is, everybody gets has the same opportunities. They have the same. We all have the same opportunities from from like from the beginning. You know, then it's just depending on our environment, you know, uh, our situations where we let dictate whether we're going to grow or not, you know. And, you know, I actually I I have to acknowledge the fact that it it is it is a shame that everyone does not have the same opportunities. Right. And Mm -hmm. we have to admit that that opportunities look different based on your zip code your race, your gender, your, um, your ethnicity, your language, there are all these limits and boundaries and barriers, but you're right. I, I believe they shouldn't exist. And I think that there is no such thing as a resource gap. Again, we live in a state of abundance, but there is an access gap. And even though there's abundant resources, there's a gap between who has access and who needs them the most. Um, so yeah, the the opportunity. And so, yeah, is real, but it's and so and yeah. So when I say that you know we all have this, you know, we started off with the same opportunities. I'm just saying when we were first just conceived, you know, mm-hmm. and then just according our environment and how we are raised from that point on, you know, in in lack, in um, okay. in abundance, in disappointment, in doubt, in fear, you know. So in love, in support. You know, and so now you've got all these different things going on. And, and now really, that's why I say that is back to when we try to work together to try to say, hey, we, we're not in competition with each other. I would say our goal is the same. We want to help is to help the people. Right. And so when somebody says to you or says to me that I don't want to create my competition, I mean, I was out done. Okay, mm-hmm. totally. And so, and just understand, but here again, I don't know what environment she grew up in. You know what I'm saying? And right, so, right. but anyway, well, you know, we I could talk about that all day long until it's true. It. I mean, yeah. and it's not some people's fault. There are just some nasty people. Yeah. They just they do exist, and it's hard to accept. Um, but I think if anybody watched the debate the other night. It's true. You can see there just are some nasty, mean and surly people. Mm-hmm. But there are others who um, don't know what they don't know. Right. And if if you've lived in a state of scarcity all your life and yes. you have had to hold tight, you know, the loaf of bread you weren't sure you were going to have or the five dollars you weren't going to have or the house or the food or, you know, you're is survival mode. And that's not, that's not self-preservation is a good thing to be able to survive. Right. Right. (laughs) So now that you have survived, there is a shift in mindset that I think a lot of community members have a challenge with. Like you, at a certain point, you need to go from wanting to survive to wanting to thrive. (laughs) And that is going from scarcity to abundance, but it's hard and it's a process. And I'm by no means an expert. I'm in it like the rest of us trying to take one day at a time because this has been a crazy year and it, yeah. it's easy to get discouraged <laughs> yeah so but girl like I said we can talk about this forever and we definitely you know are, are ones out here working to do do to do something about it I'm you know I was about to say trying to do something no we're doing something about it we're not even trying 
And so, you know, I tell people to take that out. We're doers, you know. And so, um, but while you're out here, you know, doing it, doing it, (laughs) what is your business biggest obstacle, you know, while pursuing? Or uh, I don't know if it's still the biggest obstacle, but one that has been a big obstacle. There have been, um, I'm in year two of a four-year term, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I had no idea that my second year on the board, the an, an international pandemic would ensue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there have definitely been some challenges this year that have been probably um, unique to me and not so unique. One that I think is unique um, has been explaining some of my story that I've shared with you today. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily possible to to lead with that every time um, right. in a meeting or on the board. And so a lot of people may not know the experience that I bring to this discussion or, or any discussion. And so, um, again, there's a lot of isms that people make assumptions about. And I'm blessed to lead in a community that mostly looks like me. So racism is something that we collectively fight as Clayton County to other people. Um, but within Clayton County, one of our issues is, is the generational divide. And that yeah. could also be known as ageism. And so the idea that I walk into a place and either who does she think she is or wait your turn or, um, you know, there's this, there's this hypocritical piece. And it's not just in Clayton County. This is pervasive anywhere there are young leaders. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. People, you know, our elders say, pick up the torch. It's, we're tired come on, get in the fight. And then we get here and now we're being disrespectful for having opinions or lived. And just I, for being I young. apologies for that. That's right. Right. You can't, you can't. Yeah. So, and just for being young. Yeah. So and I directions. I'm literally doing what y'all told us to do. Really? And I'm not alone. There's so many of us who are doing this and we follow directions and y'all still mad. So it does. It creates um, some interesting discourse. Right. Well, you know what? I want to say thank you for saying opportunities instead of op- obstacles. Right. Okay. That's 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 exactly. I mean, because those things can be ob- they are obstacles and they can make some people be like, you know what? I'm not going to be bothered with that. You know, they told me to come. They told me to rise up. You know, now I'm rising up. Now they're looking at me crazy. You know, right. and I mean, and and even though young people, y- y'all deal with it from a standpoint. But guess what? We older people are still dealing with that. So that's even in the gifts. So when we unleash and unlock and, um, and, and find out who we really are, we be, begin to start operating in who we were created to be. And when people say they want to help people and they want to nurture and grow and we need to go out and help the world. And then when that one shows up, it has very strong gifts, you know, and that can get the job done. Now everybody wants to get mad and don't nobody wants to include you and you don't want to leave you out and don't. Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You okay, said so, no, I see opportunities. I was, okay, oh, I see an opportunity here. So there, there are some women that are being left out of things that they can be included and grow in because of other people who just want to always be shining. You're not the only star. Mm-mm. You know, so girl, like I said, let me, <laughs> let me not go there. No one can judge that way, right? Like I, I am a tough critic. I have my values. And by tough critic, I mean like I, I feel like on a, on a, leadership level, I try to make um, clear decisions on what's right, what's wrong, right? Not like I'm 
judgmental. But um, as we evaluate each other and and look to our peers and neighbors about how we can improve, I want to be remembered or judged by how many other leaders I help create. Exactly. So I don't if I if I hoard opportunities from others or don't you know, bring somebody else, another young person. Uh, one of my goals is to have a student on the school board before I leave the school board. And um, then I won't be the youngest elected person in the county. And it's things like that to make sure our students have voice and see themselves in power before it's even time to graduate. Um, and so, yeah, I think that it's no, that's can- awesome. I mean, because that star thing was more like that garden. There's more, there's so much light for everybody. And, you know, everybody has a shine. We just have to sometimes just get a cloth and help you rub it and dust it off, clean it off, or, you know, shine it up a little bit. So, because all of us have an assignment here. So I just wanted to just kind of end that. So do you have anything you want to share that you have going on or coming up that uh, you want us and the listeners to know about? I am just really proud to um, serve Clayton County. And so one thing I'm really excited about is all of the civic engagement that is on the rise now. And it could be either because of people shifting consciousness. It could be because of the presidential election. It could be because of racial tension. It could be because of their own righteous anger. Whatever the reason, it brings them to the place of civics and engagement. Um, Really want to encourage people to stay positive and keep up that energy complete the census, vote, either have a plan, either early in person or absentee, um, visit, call Georgia's Voter Protection Hotline if you need support. And um, I just want to tell everybody that somebody is thinking about them. They do have leaders who love them and prioritize them in every decision. So next Monday, we have a school board meeting. I'd love to invite everybody out to 6 p.m. You can uh, watch on Clayton County's YouTube page or facebook.com slash elect Jasmine. So follow and sign up for text alerts and stay engaged. There is hope we can do this and love always wins. So keep it. Girl, now that was a perfect closing to this segment of the Kathy Hood show. That was so powerful. So, so powerful. So I'm super excited. Jasmine was able to join me on my season opener. This was like, everything, everything. So it has been my greatest joy to share and looking forward to working together, you know, with you in the near future, Jazz. So um, remember, as I have said before, the time is now, people. The time is now. You know, we've gone through, you've had a chance to kind of sit back and, you know, and just look at and evaluate some things that's going on. So now it's just time to step out and step up to become that authentic you, get over things that are holding you back, you know, discover your gifts and take authority over your life and begin to, you know, unleashing the power in this earth that God has intended for you to do. So please, please do me a favor, subscribe to the Kathy Hood Show to receive free giveaways, promotion announcements, and to keep up with, you know, when the new shows are coming out so you can be alerted and all of that. And you can do that at up the number two me radio so that's up to me radio.com and you can look for my show the Kathy Hood show on the show pages and subscribe to my show page all right so you can also go and listen to uh previous recordings they will bless your life I'm telling you it, it was it was just so exciting um all po- podcasts can be heard at up to me radio.com apple apple podcasts and other free podcast apps that you guys um are a part of like us on Facebook, 
on Instagram and Twitter at Up To Me Radio. So you can also visit me at KathyHoodEmpowers.com, my website, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Kathy Hood Empowers. All right. So I appreciate you all for tuning in to my season two show and look forward to another great season with and for you. So with that, I'm with you guys. I'm with you on this journey of unleashing the power within you. Your legacy depends on it. All right. Until next time, family, friends, keep shining.